This is a safe space. We are here to learn. I am here to learn and I'm still learning. And um, we're not going to be here. We're not judging. We don't want anyone in the comments trying to judge us. So we're just going, you know, remove that that negative energy and continue to grow. Right. 100%. 100%. So well, tonight we are talking about Mary Jane. Mary Jane, baby. You yes. So, right. Um, Des. Yeah. Talk to us a little bit about yourself before we go ahead and get started. Who are you uh, for those that don't uh, know what you? What would you like to know? Where, who I am, what I do, anything. The safe place, right? Um, so I'm Des. If you, a lot of you guys know, if you're watching, um, uh, I would say I'm multifaceted. You know, not only an entrepreneur in the media space, also entrepreneur in the cannabis space, both successful and failed. Uh, now I'm a microbiologist, so I'm more on my nerd bag right now. <laughs> so <laughs> a lot of things in one, put it that way. Entrepreneur, man. That's all we call it. Yeah, entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, um, well, we really, really see how the world is kind of shifting, right? And for the longest, marijuana has been like this, like gateway drug. It's demonic, everything else, and right. it, 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 you know, it, it has this negative stigma towards it. And um, I know for me, I was always told, like, hey, you know, what? You you do this, you're just going to go all the way down, and you're going to become a nothing. But we see now it's ending up on the stock market. It's ending up in retail stores. People are using different forms of it for um, medical use, therapeutics, and everything else. And we see the legalization is starting to jump around all around the continent, the country, like it's hopscotch. But um, for people like me, right, where it's just like, at the end of the day, I'm going to call for what it is. We just say, okay, it's weed. Why are some places legalizing? Why are others not? Like, why? Why? What was the negative neg- negativity around it? What was this 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 downing bias that had been on it? And where did that come from? And actually, that's where I'm gonna I'm coming to you for right. So I'm gonna ask you because I I heard a long time ago. Um, I think this was actually at an open forum we did at Barry about just everything. It was the story behind marijuana was the reason why it became illegal is, and I don't know if this is fact or fiction. But the story was that marijuana was illegal because the white man or because it made it it opened the mind up of white women to sleep with black men and white men did not like that. So, like, I, I don't know. If that, like I said, fact or fiction, but I'm coming to you now. So an experience. It's talk to all us. part of it. It's definitely a mixed bag, you know, so oh. I'll, I'll go all the way back to. Um, so before it even became illegal, they had something called hemp, right? And hemp mm-hmm. is a plant that's, I'll call it the cousin of the marijuana we all know and love, all right? Okay. I like this use analogy that hemp is the mother where, uh, no, no, actually, hemp is the father, and THC, the one that gets as high, is the mother. The reason why I say that is the THC, the one that we all get high and enjoy and is used for medicine, that's more so a plant that's all about nurturing, it's all about helping, it's all about curing, right? As opposed to hemp on the male side, it's definitely something where it's made out of fibers. It's like a plant that can be used to make houses. It's a plant that can be used to power cars, believe it or not. A plant that could be used to make clothes. I mean, a plant can be used to make a whole list of things. You know, like a guy uh, out in Colorado has a hemp home, right? Uses hemp biofuels. He has hemp plastics that he drinks out of. <laughs> it goes on and on. So the same amazing look that you have right now is the same fear that was felt by other people. Right. They were amazed too. Mm. So we have the lumber industry, the oil industry, the medical industry, and a whole list of industries that were afraid of this brand new plant called hemp. It wasn't brand new, but 
it was gaining in popularity. Articles came out. There's going to be a trillion dollar crop. They decided to shut it down because it's close relative. The mother plant now with the THC that we all know and love and like to smoke and all rappers talk about. They use that to demonstrate to uh, demonize the hemp plant. Right. Mm, gotcha. and that's what happened. You know, that's how we now these days when we were younger, we had the deer commercials where yeah. if you smoke this, you're going to look like you're melting in the, in the seat, you know? Foolish. Yeah. And they definitely added the racist connotations to it. You know, in Mexico, they when they smoked marijuana, they called they put they put it in tea leaves and dipped it in like teapots. That's why we call it pots today. Right. Mm, so okay. they used all these different things like the Mexican smoke pot. And, you know, yeah, it makes white women sleep with black men. Because a lot of black men who were into music and a lot of musicians smoke weed. So put two and two together, they decided to use a racist fear connected to the plant, help it become illegal in like the thing 1936. So it was legal all before then, but it started like in 1930. I'm writing this down because I'm uh, like I said, I'm learning. But I'm I'm like mind blown, right? Because it, it sounds like hemp was this one for all. Right. And that's a little My Hero Academia anime reference, but yeah, it could yeah. be used for all these things. And because you had all these other industries and they're like, well, no, you can only get lumber from us. You can only get like these plastics from us. So because they saw like this one thing could branch out to different all these industries and it can it could do all of that. They were like, well, we already invested too much money into it. So before you can get started, we're going to stop. We're going to shut it down. That's wild. Yeah. I mean, okay. that one plant. That one plant can make 10,000 different products. Ridiculous. 10,000. <laughs> it don't make sense. Like, you can even go to uh, GNC right now and get you some hemp oil. I know you've seen the CBD in stores too, right? Yeah. So, I know we had a conversation not too long ago where you were confused that CBD and THC are two different things, right? Where mm. we all know THC, that gets you high. You get too many edibles, you might knock out for the next two days. Uh, all right? Yeah. Now you got <laughs> CBD. <laughs> You got CBD, which is much more safer. I'll say THC is rated R and CBD is rated PG up to PG-13. Okay, okay. It's cool with fa in the family household. So basically, CBD is found more so in hemp, right? And uh, THC is found in marijuana. And the weed that we have today is like the cracked out version where it's maximum THC, not too many, not too much CBD, right? Gotcha. Hemp naturally, or cannabis naturally has a combination of both. So it doesn't get you too high, but we like the high part. So we kind of breed it for that now. Mm, so it had that balance. So, okay. All right. All right. And with CBD, what are some of the benefits of it like that yeah. you know of? So CBD for me predominantly helps with anxiety. You know, it, uh, it does something where it allows your brain to grow new neurons. For instance, I used to work with uh, the cannabis veterans uh, in Miami. And what they did was use CBD in a study to help with, uh, veterans who have PTSD living here in the States. So because they would have so much trauma, you need new uh, neurons and new brain cells to grow to get over those traumatic experiences. And it also mm. helps with everyday anxiety. Uh, CBD is also great for inflammation. So if you're injured, you know, or are just unhealthy, CBD is great to take because the more inflammation you got, the healthier you are and the closer you are to disease, you know? But mm. it's a shame these days because the CBD industry is on some bullshit. Can I curse on this thing? Yes. I got I got to ask because I go wild. Yeah, yeah. Now, CBD is also some bullshit because I was in the industry and now what's happening is that they're making CBD pillows, CBD spandex, CBD anything, right? So yeah, I kid you not, I saw a CBD pillow. So the thought of the product is to help you sleep and relax you. They say that they put hemp oil in the fabric, 
Yo, that's bullshit. Let me say that right now. You cannot <laughs> enjoy CBD with your pillow. Wait, so is it like a, a one-time use? Because I, I imagine you go, you wash your clothes at, and your pillowcases, as we all should weekly, right? Right. Isn't that all that 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 CBD oil that's not just going to be like washed out? Like, what what is there? It to me, it sounds like foolishness. But I'm also new to this field, so. So what they what they're doing is tricking the <clears throat> consumer that has no clue what exactly it is. So if you know that CBD is related to hemp in some way, you know they'll say they'll make the pillow sheet out of hemp uh, fabric which is a thing. And then they'll call that CBD and say, you'll get the benefits that way. It's a sham. It's a, it's, it's fake. But to get back to the real, if you really want to enjoy CBD, I highly recommend the oil because it's the purest form. It's a much least processed form of uh, CBD. And mm -hmm. uh, the gummies are also good too. You know, not all gummies are made the same. And so I would definitely recommend CBD for anybody with anxiety, pain, you know, things of that nature. What about with um, ADHD? You think CBD would be beneficial in that aspect too? So ADHD, I'm not too, I don't have expertise in that, but I'm sure it can help in some way because ADHD is a hyperactivity where your neurons are firing off, right? To be anxious mm. means that your nerves are firing too much and you're taking too much information and thinking a bit too much. So if it's able to calm down your nerves, slow down that reaction in the brain, I'm pretty sure ADHD will probably do the same thing. Okay. That's good. To, let me write this like ADHD, down. Justin. Yes. And that's I something that... that um, yeah, it that came from another person that um that I work with, and he realized he has it as well. And we talked about it. And something that you know, growing up, we never—I mean, this can be a topic for a different day. But briefly, we never knew about these these different like disorders or I, I call them abilities that we don't know how to tame yet, right? I Kanye, yeah, you know, that's just just a little something, little quirks, our, our quirks. Funny, you don't know if it's ADHD or it's just we have millennial syndrome where we're growing, we're used to technology and everything happening fast, so we're always distracted. See, and that, that's another aspect of it. So when I when I realized with me, I was just like, sometimes people think I'm paying attention or I'm not paying attention. I'm like, yo, I'm I'm looking at you, but I'm looking at all of this, and it goes much further. But I'm asking because I'm like, yes, I, I do want to find ways too that could actually help me with focusing, not only on Noble, but like with work and different things. So um, I appreciate it. And now I, I truly understand because I'd hear, I was one of those people where people, they are distributors would mention like hemp. And in my head, I'm just like, weed. They're like, CBD, right. weed. Right. You know, and then weed, weed. So that was it. But um, now that you're, you're breaking it down and it's like, all right, I got this, infor this information, this education, I'm able to differentiate in between. And I hope everyone else is tuning in can as well. Yeah, it's so, a beautiful um, thing. so if anybody in the audience, you know, knows anyone who's in agriculture. When I was early on in the industry before it really popped off and you saw CBD in stores, I used to work with like farmers, right? Because I was a broker. So mm -hmm. what I would do is if you wanted CBD for your company or nutraceuticals, what they call it, it's not a medicine, but it's like close enough. You would contact, you have to find a way to find the farmers and have to negotiate a price. So my role was to help negotiate the price. But what I realized is that if you grow tomatoes or any other crop that's not doing too well, you know, switching to hemp causing them to make way more money. It like literally mm -hmm. saved their family. So it's an amazing story that's not really talked about how hemp really helped the economy and the little man, you know, survive during tough times. So that, that comes up to our next point, right? With the pros and the cons, really it sounds like there's nothing but solid pros and imaginary cons. So why is it that you think that the pros aren't as announced? They're not as promoted, right? I mean, I, I think now with our generation, 
right? And this might be a little biased, but I believe in our generation, we're doing more of the educating because we have platforms such as like Instagram, Facebook, we have all the social media. So yeah, that that's getting out there. But when it comes to, to the mainstream, like CNN, Fox, or the, the local news stations, you're not really seeing these, these health benefits, but they're quick to jump on and be like, hey, this pharmaceutical vaccine or this, that, and a third, which was created in like two or three months, this can cure everything. But, you know, the side effects are 10 times worse, you know, so they, they push that, but they're not pushing cannabis. I mean, we all know Wu-Tang said it best. Cash rule everything around me. Cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar bills. <laughs> dollar, dollar bill, it's all about the money. So because yeah. those up top don't have, you know, control over this, you know, new industry, new market called cannabis, of course, you're going to try and just like back in 1936, shut it down early and, you know, try to monetize their own industries. You know, to be honest, mm -hmm. a lot of the struggles that I've had in the industry is due to the same thing that we're talking about now, where because you don't have the financial liquidity and or equity needed to get a license. You know, it costs in Florida like upwards of $30 million to get a license for medical marijuana. $30 million. <laughs> $30 million. So what people are doing, you don't have to have $30 million cash. You have to have $30 million assets. So that means, you know, houses, uh, all type of things like that. So it's mm -hmm. very difficult and it's such a high economic hurdle that is keeping people down. But to answer your question and not go on a Kanye rant real quick. Yes. So the reason why the pros aren't being, you know, talked about is because they don't want this market to grow as fast. You know, they don't mm -hmm. want people to believe the notion. The fact that this plant can help with your glaucoma, can help cure cancer, can help with, you know, a lot of brain diseases. There are kids with autism taking CBD who is changing their lives. You know, mm -hmm. uh, if you have seizures, it is changing lives. So if you're uh, a doctor, if you're in the pharmaceutical industry, you make billions of dollars a year. You think you're going to allow this little plant that grows on a sidewalk to help somebody with their seizures? Come on. True. Now. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm kind of I'm like mind blown, but appreciative at the same. So, all right, all right. Well, I know you were talking about some hurdles, but let's get down to your business. What yeah. do you have? What do you do? The name, the game, all of the good. All right. So, what I'm doing now, which I, honestly I've taken a huge break since coronavirus, and mm -hmm. I'll explain why. I'll start from the beginning if you guys got time. I don't know how long we got left, but. So I started out on Instagram, right? Instagram wasn't even as popular back in like 2013 or 14. And I decided I knew it was going to be a new platform and I love cannabis. So why not have a cannabis page? Not one that posts memes, but like you with Novo, posts information and inspiration, right? Mm -hmm. And so it started out by, you know, hemp information. What is it? The history, all the type of things like that. And I switched to being cannabis media now to where I'll promote brands. I'll do reviews. I'll give cannabis news. And I was actually gaining some traction. You know, I was actually getting known by like people in the industry, like, yo, you're a hemp international. I was like, uh, yeah, I guess. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that was how I started. And it was beautiful because having that Instagram page allowed me to network with people I would never get to network living in the Bronx. You know, like mm -hmm. I uh I know someone in Colorado named Danny Fontaine. She's like one of the cannabis women of the year, you know, like constantly. And she was like kind of my mentor in a way, like, yo, you got hustle, like you can do something. But mind you, like I said, you have to have that capital. Right. So she yeah. owns acres on acres on acres of hemp. So she can make all the hemp in the world. You know what I'm saying? She can uh, go to Jamaica and build a hemp house because she feels like it. She'll go on the phone and be like, yo, Des, I don't care about this deal because I have my family. I already have millions of dollars. Stop stressing me because I'm of course I'm in college walking out of classes trying to make these shits happen. She's like, yeah, nah, I'm that serious. So brokering was cool for a while. Um, 
it then transitioned to me going back into the Instagram, making my own brand where I sold CBD anxiety spray, right? So everyone had gummies, everybody had oil. So what I did was take a uh, lemon extract, you know, get some CBD, some other proprietary, you know, uh, ingredients, put it in a mm -hmm. little small spray and you would spray it under your tongue. And the reason why you mm -hmm. put CBD under your tongue is that you have sebaceous glands. Long story short, that's okay. glands that connect straight to your bloodstream under your tongue, right? So you spray it under your tongue and it absorbed much faster than going through your digestive system where your stomach acids can break it down. So it was a product that I was working for a while, right? But mm -hmm. again, when you run into financial trouble, it's hard to keep a business up. So from there, I went on to sell CBD flour, which that's when you saw me at the event not too long ago, where people, instead of smoking weed, they get to smoke some CBD, where basically mm -hmm. you get all the enjoyments of cannabis without the high. You feel relaxed, you feel calm, you enjoy smoking a little something that tastes familiar, but you're not hot. You go to work and have a good rest of your day. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, high TV podcast too, as well. And I remember you you passed me, uh, I believe it was like the CBD honey. CBD honey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So that, and look, if I'm doing some marketing, I'm doing some marketing. I don't care. I put that in my tea. I was chillaxed. I got work done. No, nobody stressed me for like a solid four or five hours. Just yeah. pour it up. Okay. So that that's some some new merch. All right. Talk to me about your hurdles, though. Hurdles, man. Hurdles is tough, bro. You know, imagine being, you know, 21, 22 years old. You're on the phone with like 40-year-olds, 30-year-olds who've been in different industries. You know, they hear your voice is an ethnic voice on the phone. And mm -hmm. it's difficult to do business. And so that's a segue towards why I took a break from the Instagram and the podcast. If you ever go to my podcast, High TV, and listen to the first episode, the first few, I sound like Brian Gumble. I, I sound like Wayne Brake. Because I understood that the market was mostly, you know, Caucasians and the white market. So I said mm -hmm. I have to market myself towards them. But as time went on, I'm like, yo, F this. This is how I sound. This is how I talk. Like I'm talking to you right now. And it's yep. much more comfortable, right? And I realized the more I was myself was the more fight back I was getting from the audience I was creating. So mm. I created an audience that is pro-Trump or anti-Black uh, Lives Matter and all of these things. So I'm realizing I'm catering to this audience, but y'all don't even fuck with me. And it's crazy because I've never showed my face on that page as popular as it got, right? Mm. Only my voice. But I realized if I do show more of my face, a lot, I lost a thousand followers in a day because I showed my face and talked. So and they like, saw you were black. Because I was black. You know what I mean? It was during the, uh, mm -hmm. the George Floyd you know, protest where I felt the need to use my platform responsibly. So it yep. kind of turned me off <laughs> through the whole thing. You know, so hurdles are economic. It's uh, racial in some regards. And mm -hmm. it's also, you know, not knowing, you know, people that could put you on. Right. Because, as you know, when we come from our community, how many of us, you know, have millions of dollars in the bank or know somebody that 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 works in politics that can get you a contract on the low? You understand what I'm saying? Who has lawyers in their back pocket just in case some escrow in the business deal goes wrong? It's a lot of things that, that goes on. So those hurdles cause me to lose passion. And I think it's a great no conversation as to where we have passion and your passion dwindles due to outside factors. And mm -hmm. you have to fight through those passions in order to live your dream. And it's a tough, tough experience because I've been away from that thing for a long time. You know, since October, I think my last episode on the podcast. And I still have the top, what, top 30 cannabis podcasts getting calls for interviews. I'm like, I'm not trying to do it. 
it's not I'm not I don't feel it anymore, you know. So how could we, right? Because I'm gonna tell you this, all the information that you shared with me and the people right now, I think we got seven in here. No shame in that because we all start off, right? You've educated, let's just say you educated us seven on all this stuff. Life Hulk, mm-hmm. I got you in a second. You work with Delta. Go ahead, Justin. What what would it take for you, right? And this is also going to be a two-part question. Number one, what would it take for you to get back up and keep going? Because you, as you see, you got the information, you have the education that can educate others. And then number two, what is something that motivates you, right? What What is your motivation in that field? Because I, I already see, to me, you're very passionate about this. You've always been passionate about it. You're knowledgeable. You, you, you know a lot. You know, I enjoy every conversation that we do have. It can go on for hours and hours, especially if we got some drinks. But yeah. um, what... I guess that, that, yeah, that's my two questions for you. What, what's your motivation? What What is it that pushes you in that despite the followers who, I mean, at this point, fuck them. Like you, you don't need them. Right. They weren't there for you. You know, they, they don't, it seems they're there for superficial reasons. And then, um, yeah, how can we get this back? Cause I'm, I'm ready to go log in and tune in right now. <laughs> I mean, you know, long-term goals is really to, you know, live in economic surplus for my immediate family and external family, to be honest with you. And the reason why I was so passionate about cannabis was, for one, I'm like an insubordinate dude, anti-authority. And I was in my woke movement when I just started. So one, learning that this plant isn't as bad as the world tells you it is. Learning yeah. of all of these benefits that this thing has. You're like, no, nah, I want to preach this to the rooftops. And secondly, as a businessman, it's a brand new market. That means a lot of pieces mm-hmm. of cake to get because it's such yes. a brand new, fresh piece of cake. So that was my motivation going in it. And I figured out my way you know, into it, meeting people, you know, like, boxers and shit like like crazy people i've met through this whole thing however mm-hmm. to get back my passion is going to take for me to find an avenue in cannabis that i know won't be as tumultuous or matters what i look like or what my background is mm-hmm. you know if i'm running a media page it's all about having an audience you know what i'm saying we're all into in, independent media just like this no podcast is that's the way of the millennial you know, future. It's all about not TV. We're not watching cable anymore. It's this that we're doing right here. So just figuring mm-hmm. out how to do it. And uh, uh, it's a hard question. I can't even answer that that quick. Finding my passion. That's fair enough. You know, it, it's yeah. hard. It's, it's going to be a journey. It's going to be a work. And uh, to answer my guy, uh, Life Holic, Des, do you work with Delta ATHC? Do I work directly with it? Nah. Do I know who sells it, who distributes it? Absolutely. So for those of you that don't know, Delta ATHC is one molecule off from Delta 9 THC that we all consume. Actually, I had some Delta 9, Delta 8 THC on Saturday. So I myself don't smoke weed and THC as much anymore. I do Delta 8 or CBD. Why is that? Mm. The reason why is that Delta 8 is slightly less strong, slightly less psychoactive. So you don't get like, you know, paranoid or anxious or anything like that. But you feel a calm, cool high, right? So Delta-8 is THC that can get you high that you can buy at any smoke shop right now. So if you mm. want to hit me up, Lifeholic, hit me up in the DMs at Hebb International or hit me up, matter of fact, on Death Royalty if you can. Um, and I'll go ahead and hook you up if you want to get Delta-8 THC, either distributed or, you know, vapes, oils, gummies, you name it. I just got an email from Chill Extreme Gummies that wanted me to uh, promote their Delta-8. So let me know. I got you. Shout out to Jazz. Uh-uh. Little Yes. <laughs> she's doing good she's doing good yeah man all right look bro i mean I, I know this window is usually like 30 minutes but you have dropped more knowledge maybe than you know 
And I, I got some notes. I would definitely be reaching out um, for our followers, right? How can people get a, a hold? With, how can people get a hold of you? How can they contact so you? Instagram is Hemp International uh, on Instagram. Uh, my podcast is High TV Cannabis News Now. All right. I will be dropping more episodes. I've been saying that for like weeks, but I will be dropping more episodes. I record on a weekly basis. Um, I'm also on Red Light Pod on YouTube. As you know, this new podcast game. As you said, I want to be myself. The uh, controversial, mm-hmm. passionate, funny self. So Red Light Pods, we can get all of that. Justin will be on that podcast. You know what I'm saying? Much less polished. Much more a little yes. salty. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so look out for us there, man. Yes. And I... This was, and I appreciate it. I'm going to give a little uh, a preview, right? So as we're coming to the end, I do want to let you all know, this man is also educated on investing crypto. We talking stocks and everything else. So I'm not going to say when, but in the future, yeah. Desiree will be back and we are going to have a nice conversation about stocks, cryptos, NFTs, the nifties. Um, uh-huh. And we'll have one more special guest with us now because, you know, IG allows you to do three people on live. ZZ. So. Yes. All right. But I appreciate you, broski. You all have a good night. Thank you again once for tuning in, everyone. Um, Definitely keep up to date with us. We're going to have a new Noble Nation dropping real soon on a artiste and um, much love and appreciation for everyone that tuned in. Podcast will be up before this this weekend starts. Y'all take care. Be safe on St. Patrick's Day. You know, you're grown. You ain't got to tell you no drinking and driving. Y'all just be safe. No, whoa. No, whoa, man. <laughs> I appreciate it, bro. See? All right, Joe. All right. Peace. Take care.